Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we're going through Proverbs 7, verses 20 through 23. So let's get it. He took a bag of money with him. At full moon, he will come home. With much seductive speech, she persuades him. With her smooth talk, she compels him. All at once, he follows her. As an ox goes to the slaughter, or as a stag is caught fast, till an arrow pierces its liver as a bird rushes into a snare he does not know that it will cost him his life and so just for context if you didn't check out the last podcast about proverbs it's talking about adultery proverbs talks a lot about adultery and it's talking about how you know this woman has set out she's like not only is she really preparing her place to commit adultery but like all of her energy all of her time all of her thoughts are committed to doing this adulterous act, right? Like she went and paid her vows so that she could come meet the man today. And so she sought him eagerly and found him, spread her couch with coverings, perfumed her bed with myrrh. Like she really prepared for this. And then I'm pretty sure this is King Solomon who's writing Proverbs. Like it's wisdom from King Solomon, he's talking about how he sees the young and sees the simple. And he's like, please keep my commandments. Please write this wisdom on your heart. But I see so many people who have not, and they fall for the seductive adulteress who prepares her bed, prepares her heart, prepares her thoughts, and pursues diligently to seek a man and then finds a man, right? So that's kind of the pretext of this verse. And so this man has been pursued by an adulteress who spends a lot of her time, energy, and effort pursuing men. At least that's what I gather from it. Go read the text yourself if you want to make sure that that's accurate, right? And um, because he was pursued, he now falls for it. He's like, dang, she kind of cute. I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do, you know? And then he took his bag of money with him. And at full moon, he'll come home. So he's taking the bag of money. There's going to be an exchange of goods. And then she persuades him further with seductive speech and smooth talk. And while all this is happening, he's taking his money, right? And this is why my interpretation of these verses is like, he took a lot of energy, effort, time, and money and chose to follow something that was leading him to slaughter. That's what I got from verses 20 through 23. Furthermore, he followed like an animal that cannot exercise self-control. So he acted like somebody who cannot lead themselves. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a second, but I just want to point out the fact that he followed her like an ox goes to slaughter, and he did it with a huge bag of money. People tended to be broke back in the day, right? And so they would take the last of what they had. Maybe they wouldn't even provide for their family, and they'd go spend it on a prostitute for a little bit of pleasure to escape the life that they didn't like, right? And so he took all this money, all this time, energy, effort, and money that he was, you know, getting throughout his days, he spent all of his time getting this money to then spend it on a prostitute. That's what we're looking at right here. And he did it 
because he's not decisive enough. He's not led by God enough to decide um, where he's going and then exercise the self-control to get there. He's not leading himself by following God. Instead, he is swayed by his environment by following um, the seductive things in his environment, right? So an entrepreneurial application of this is what type of leader slash mentor are you following? What type of environment are you allowing to sway how you move through the world? And then where do the methods of that environment, of that leader, of that mentor, where does that lead? Is it a bad culture? Is it kind of a turn and burn sales tactics instead of relationship building? Is it selling something that doesn't vibe with you? And so you're kind of selling your soul as you do it. Then the next question is, how do you invest your resources? So something a lot of people say is that, um, not a lot of people, I think Alex Hormezzi said this, I quote him in basically every podcast, right? But maybe this is him, maybe it wasn't. It was basically like time and money are kind of synonymous, like you can exchange one for the other. And so people who master their money have also mastered their time. So the question is, how are you investing your resources? This man in Proverbs took his bag of money, which he spent his time to get, and he invested it in a prostitute, which is not really going to get a return on joy, happiness, fulfillment, or money, or good relationships with whoever he's in relationship with, and it'll bring shame on him, et cetera, et cetera, right? So how are you investing your resources? That's another question I get from this with the entrepreneurial application. But I think it's really interesting. Earlier, I was talking about how he cannot exercise self-control and lead himself, right? Because he's caught as an ox goes to slaughter. He's just following, following the stimuli in his environment. I think humans are built to follow. And so the question is, the people who are leading, who are they following, right? What are they following? And I think it's like we're following people before us. And I think we're either swayed by the environment before us or some people are following God. Like, you know, I like the biblical picture of marriage because like husband is supposed to be following God and the wife is supposed to be following the husband, which if the husband is accurately following God, ultimately the wife's following the husband, right? Which is a really cool thing. But if the husband isn't following God and he's following the stimuli in his environment, who's the wife following now, Right. And so there's just, when you look at your leaders, when you look at your mentors, you have to question, where did they get their information? How do they make their decisions? Who are they following? And then is that something I want to follow? Do their methods lead to somewhere I want to go? And then on the back end of that, you're asking yourself, how am I investing my resources? Am I investing it in people who are, you know, have an intent to deceive at the base of their heart or... Are these people, you know, trying to serve people, impact people, and love people in a really cool way? So that's my interpretation and the application of it. Where is this showing up in my life? I've recently started thinking about how I'm investing my time, right? So what activities can I be doing in the evening to further my financial and impact goals? I have two goals in my life, financial freedom for myself and my family, and then raising the standard of living across the world to middle-class America such that nobody, everybody has sufficient amounts of food water, shelter, and a sense of safety. And then from there, we can, you know, go on and deal with all the emotional stuff that comes with the human experience, right? So those are my financial and impact goals. And in the evenings, I'll often like, you know, chill. I'll play Fortnite. I'll watch anime. I'll play chess on my phone. 
And it's like, is that furthering your goals or is that hindering your goals? And how could you better be investing that four to five hours of time? You could be learning marketing better so that your Instagram gets more followers, so that your podcast gets more listens, so that you can impact people by coaching them how you know you'd love to. You could be looking for real estate deals to get to that financial freedom. You could be doing more work on the job to get to your financial freedom goal faster, right? And so those are just some things that I'm like, okay, I could be focusing more on reading and developing a skill, networking at events I host slash attend. I could do outreach for real estate deals. I could do my job, the podcast, or an event I host. However, I don't want to split my focus. So I have two things going on. That's already split focus, right? So call me out on that. It's like trading. That's like number one income source in my head of like, that's how we're going to scale our income. And then I have my job, which is another way to scale my income to like 150 to 200K a year. And so when I am thinking about that, I'm like, okay, those are my two things. I don't really want to venture into real estate yet. I don't like the podcast is consistent, but for growth, I would have to put a lot more attention and effort and learn some skills for that. And that would be splitting my focus one more way. So I want to split as little focus as possible so I can keep it all in one direction. So it's really like, can I trade or can I further stuff at my job? Those are the questions I need to be asking myself. How can I invest my time to do that? And so that's kind of where it's shown up in my life of like asking myself how my evenings can look and how my mornings can look to invest time on the job or learning skills that will help me on the job or in trading. Where else has it shown up in my life? I line up stuff with the Bible in good business sense when I get advice. I ask myself if my filter needs to be changed based on inputs I receive. And so it's like you heard about how I'm learning about investing my resources a little bit better in the evenings. Because um, I do a lot of thinking, but it's like, what what does the action need to look like? And I need to come up with some KPIs for my evenings. Um, but with what type of mentor am I following? I think the Bible is a great source of information, which is why I'm going through Proverbs. It has a lot of truth in it, whether you're a Christian or not. Typically, those methods lead to a good life. Um, but I always ask myself if my filter needs to be changed, because I've often interpreted scripture incorrectly. And maybe I'm still doing it. And it's like, okay, well, maybe my filter needs to be changed. Maybe I need to get new information. I need to get a better understanding of who God is to me, right? And so that's where it has shown up in my life. Where do I want this to show up in my life? Hands down, time investment. I talked a little bit about it, but I want to work smarter and harder at stuff I enjoy. So part of my hesitancy with focusing on, okay, how can I spend my 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. working more on the job or, you know, just furthering my goals, like, well, I don't enjoy it, right? It's not fun. And part of me is like, well, you need some discipline. You need some consistency. But part of me is also like, you know, what's the point in living life if you work, work, work all the time? So then it brings me back to what does my evening time actually look like? And if I want to invest my time better, it's like if you're investing it in genuine relationships, that's great. But I need to divorce the idea in my head that work can't be fun. Work can't be leisure because it's all just activity at the end of the day. And we assign meaning to that activity. And so if my alternative activity to work is Fortnite or watching anime or playing chess, you got to ask yourself the question, are those activities investing in a future that you want to be a part of? It's like it's investing in a present that you want to be a part of. But what about the future you want to be a part of? great question to ask yourself it's like if you're building genuine impactful meaningful relationships with people where you guys are going somewhere together in the evening perfect way to spend your time but if you're just playing a bunch of fortnite watching anime playing chess come on bro like look at your time maybe do that for an hour maybe do that for two hours but like 
first spend two hours, three hours bettering yourself, furthering yourself, you know? So how can you guys apply this to your life? I would say audit your time to the minute. Like, and get those activities down to the T, get those KPIs down to the T, where it's like, here's the thing. If you don't know what you need to be doing, block out time for thinking, because that's what you need to be doing. You need to be thinking and getting clear. However, um, you should not do a lot of thinking, because action is typically um, obvious once you decide where you're going. So first, make a decision. Block out time for thinking. Make a decision, and then get the action steps that lead to that decision. And here's the thing. After you make a decision, you either need to learn or you need to do. And if you don't know what you need to do, that means you need to learn. So go learn what you need to do and then go do it, right? And spend your time doing it. And so, yeah, that's really what I need to spend my time doing and just suck it up and apply what the advice that I'm giving you guys, right? So audit your time to the minute and look at how you're investing your resources in the evening. If you don't know what you need to do, figure out what you need to learn. If you don't know what you need to learn, figure out your goal. Once you have your goal, learning or doing, one of them should be clear. Go about, uh, you know, doing the thing you need to do, either learning or taking action. So that's how you can apply it to your life. Audit your time to the minute and figure out what actions are going to take you to your goals. Draft an ideal day for your current circumstances. So I've talked about drafting an ideal day for what you want your future to look like, but draft it for your current circumstances. So with how your life looks right now, what would your best day look like? And then if you can't draft an ideal day, that means you need to drop some stuff that's going on in your day and make room for the more ideal. And that's when you know that that's the first thing on your plan. Get myself to a position where I don't need to do this anymore, or I feel like I'm okay not doing this, so on and so forth. The third way you can apply this to your life is get a mentor that you want to follow. There you go. Either read their books, listen to their podcasts, do whatever you need to do, but get a mentor that you want to follow. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.